everybody! Welcome to the Disrupt Davao podcast. My name is Regina and I will be your host. This is a conversation series with entrepreneurs, innovators, and disruptors in Davao City during the times of COVID-19 pandemic. We want to know how our friends are doing, how their businesses are doing, how are they pivoting and thriving in this current climate. We want them to be heard, discovered, and more importantly, feel supported, especially under these extreme circumstances we are in today. So welcome to the show, and let's get right to it. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Disrupt Davao. How are you guys? I hope you're safe, well, and dry. <laughs> I'm more than excited tonight because we have our very own homegrown celebrity chef, TikTok influencer, <laughs> and mastermind of Davao restaurants, Fat Cow and Asian Cow. Both, by the way, landed on the list of Philippine Tatler's Dining Guide as best restaurants in the country for 2020. And on a personal note, myself, my husband, and our family are regulars in Asian Cow and Fat Cow. Welcome, Chef Patrick. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing good. And how are you? Yeah, we're all You're good. Doing good also. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying I mean, to. What's good? <laughs> we're still we're we're still busy trying to get our team some QR codes and all of our family and friends and all that business trying to get that sorted. But um, all in all, we are all safe. You know, it is what it is. So yeah, that's that's been what's keeping us busy. Yeah, I, I think that's also the same on our end. And yeah, being on the restaurant restaurant side of things quite um maybe a tough a tough road for us i mean for all business sure so to say yeah but uh, i mean yeah there's a lot of stigmas around the pandemic right but one of the reasons why we want you specifically on our show because there is a lot of stories about people struggling and understandably so of course but your approach to the pandemic is so positive your approach to this whole negative thing servicing the community has been one of those stories that we love and we love following and we always see people we've met people and our friends who actually accepted the help that you guys are doing, ate the food you prepared. And it's amazing how to be able to have you on and actually ask you, you know, about that. But before we get into that amazing journey over the last crazy six months, we have a couple of questions for you. But, you know, how did you get started? Where did your love for cooking comes from? Is it, are you one of those kids that spent time growing up in the kitchen with yeah, grandmother? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, grandmother, mother, and the whole family loves to eat. So I, I would say that the whole family is a foodie. Yeah. So maybe the influence of food is really deep inside the blood. Mm-hmm. Although not everyone like went to culinary school and like got a, got a diploma for culinary arts, but everyone loves to eat, and that's the best time to gather, and everyone's happy. So maybe my love for food started there mm-hmm. and yeah I, I was like the you know in in filipino they say the i know in bisaya they say nabiaan sa kusina <laughs> yes you know, like left in the kitchen yeah the kid that's left in the kitchen i was that kid like wow. growing up and my 10 12 years old i would go to like a deli or maybe the supermarket with my mom or my grandmother and just 
fish out whatever I could see and maybe cook at home during the weekends because there's nothing to do and I don't want to study. So maybe cooking <laughs> is better. <laughs> so For yeah, sure. that's where it started. Yeah. I mean, we love uh, our family always. We do a top five restaurants in Davao and we always try different restaurants. And even our 10-year-old, would always we would always rank restaurants as we go. There's new opening and stuff like that. And Fat Cow and, the, uh, and Asian Cow never left that list. We always have that. So we all, it's like, where do you want to go eat? Like, this is pre-COVID. Um, so we always, like, Fat Cow, yeah. you know? So where, where does the Fat name Fat Cow comes <laughs> yeah. from? Actually, it's just, a, it's like, it was a random name, actually. I was just huh? processing all the government papers back then. And <laughs> and DTI was asking, like, what, what do you want? What's, what's the name of the restaurant? And my, my folks were asking me, what's the name? So yeah. maybe, like, I used to be really fat as a kid and I love beef. So maybe like a cow. And then <laughs> I, I, wow. didn't, I didn't have any other options. I mean, that's how like, that's like my way of deciding on things. It's always like uh, abrupt and nice. maybe sometimes careless, but I, I don't really regret it that much. <laughs> oh, wait, we love, so yeah, we love like, the name. Yeah. <laughs> so the the uh, Asian cow, of course, was derived from the also fat cow. It's like the Asian version of fat cow, which I think for people who've been there could really mm-hmm. spot the difference between the two restaurants, like spot on different yeah. menu. What we loved is whenever we go to, um, there was one time when we went to um, Asian cow and then I kind of mentioned a dish from fat cow. <clears throat> And then the waiter says, oh, we can get it for you if you like. I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. just because you guys are also located so close, you know. So really, you can get it because yeah. I, I was I was craving for the chicken wings. So I was like, really, yeah. you can do that in the, your coffee and, and yeah. stuff like that. So, yeah, you, you're, you're ready. I remember really that. Good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Because, you know, some people doubted us at first, like, why are you putting another restaurant just like two blocks away from your mm. your first restaurant? Yeah, it's like it's easier for me to cross. <laughs> Logistically <laughs> speaking, um, yeah, it's easier. So why not? And one yeah, of the things I... <laughs> we love about you is that wherever we are, whether whether we're in Asian cow or fat cow, you're always there. You're always present in your restaurant, greeting Maybe everyone. Maybe that's just a coincidence. <laughs> I don't know. So every time we see him, it's like this guy's passionate with what he does. Like wh- whenever we eat, he's there. He's in the kitchen, and it's like that's we enjoy food that we see people cook, and we're like, wow, this is this is an experience, and that's why you you guys are always on our top five. Yeah, and for us also. I mean, for me personally, it's like whenever I send out food, and I get like. Uh, conversations and smiling face while mm-hmm. eating the food that I serve it's more than it's more than I mean it's one of the happiest moments where For you sure. could just yeah in a so, restaurant in a restaurant that's the most happiest moment that you could see or live no no worries we'll we will keep smiling whenever we see yeah. you <laughs> <laughs> okay so let's go back to March right yeah. And we all started dealing with lockdowns and quarantines. Can you can you run through what was it like for you? What were you and your team? What were you guys doing? What was what was the plan? What was your um, basically the action plan after? Or did you really yeah. thought of 
okay, we're going to transform this kitchen into something else. Actually, lockdown started fourth week of March, if I'm not mistaken. And second week to third week of March was already like we could experience the slow and mm-hmm. slow, slow, I mean, slow Downtown, business. Yeah. Um, and we were like, maybe this is just the cause of the panic and then just short lived. Mm. It would pass like a few months. We were targeting like after Holy Week, okay, na to. And, yeah. and it turned out, nah, it didn't happen. So the, the plan was like, okay, so we're, we're not earning that much and we cannot keep on doing this because, we, you know, operation expenses and I have to pay with people and everything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So there was, one, there was this day, I think if, I, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, it was March 26. Um, we were having a very slow lunch and I went to the freezer and I looked up and I saw like a box of like chickens, mm-hmm. and I said, "What's what's what are these doing here?" And my staff told me that ah, this is just because of the lock, uh, the, the 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 slow slow production, the no people dining. Oh, so I, I thought, um, can you bring it out and we'll cook it and we'll send it to the hospital. And mm. that day we we made like 120 food pack, if I'm not mistaken, 120, and we. Send it directly to SPMC. When I posted that picture, it actually went viral and people would immediately responded with like, um, they want to help and they want to send food, they want to send money, and they want to send everything. And that I think that where that was the time that it started uh, okay, I think it's time to change the game plan and like maybe focus uh, focus on what we could serve without the dining services because people were not going out. It was ECQ and like people are just restricted. I mean, they, they were staying at home. So we, we changed the business model to takeouts. So we were serving takeout foods. We had it delivered. And at the same time, we were serving our frontliners. So every day from that day, we made like we started 120, then it became 300, then 500, then 1,000, then Maybe I think we reached like a thousand hundred food packs wow. in a single day. Yeah, and, and we sir, and that was like it's like hell when you for for that big of amount. Mm-hmm. I mean, for uh, to my to my crew and to my staff, and but seeing the people appreciate, like they get it and they they get to eat something good. Yeah. yeah, it's it's more than money can actually buy. I mean, you actually started like it. One hundred days, yeah, yeah. Because as soon as people see you uh, did that, it just sparked fire everywhere. So everyone was trying to contribute and do doing their own thing and helping as well. So whether is it through you or they do their own drive, but you actually started that push. For everyone, look, our frontliners are, you know, they're hungry and they're overly worked. So with with that kind of help, I was so we were like, you know, a lot of my friends would say, have you seen what Chef Patrick is doing? And I'm like, yeah, that positivity around such uncertain times, because then we didn't know what's going to happen. We didn't know there were no executive orders. The government was also trying to <clears throat> sort things out. But with you, with that positivity, we're like, Wow, that was that was very powerful. Yeah, it, 
it was uh, for me a way of like giving back to the community because we also have like um, most of our clients are like professionals, doctors, mm-hmm. um, maybe um, official public officials, and maybe that's our way of trying to pay forward, also helping them. Yeah. And I know food is just like a very small thing. I mean, you could get money and hand it out to people and they would get it. But when you hand out food, it's mm-hmm. quite a different feeling. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's like in my restaurant, rather than giving discounts, I'll rather give like something like I made just now and mm. I give complimentary food. And I think that sinks into the heart of like, Someone who really yeah, cares and who appreciates yeah. what you do. Yeah, there's yeah. more. There's so more love we, there. We, we, yeah. So when we when we when we started gathering more attention of our food drive, people were giving out like mask, uh, mm-hmm. the mass. Um, to the extent we even got live animals delivered to the restaurant. Okay, so was that the goat? Yeah, we had goats, ducks. Wow. Also, uh, pigs. Yeah, pigs. The occasional pigs. And they were alive. And I was like, what the? I don't know how to do this. (laughs) I don't know how to do this. I I mean, I could slot, I, I could butcher a whole carcass of pig, but. I cannot kill. <laughs> this is I too much. So I was like, yeah, it is too much. And I was like, someone called me up and like, I'm sending goat there. And I was like, so excited. Yes, I'm about to butcher goat. Because I was wow. expecting something like a carcass. Yeah. And yeah. it's already cleaned. And then came a truck with like three live goats. And I was like, holy God, how do we do this? <laughs> so did you did you kill them? Asking, did you did you go through all the no, process? No, 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 hell no, hell no, 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 no. So I was asking my crew and I was asking them, okay, guys, who knows how to kill a goat? And everyone said, no, 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 no. We can't, I, they can't do it. So we brought them to a slaughterhouse and the day after cooked them for frontliners. It, it was a funny story, actually how literal people could get (laughs) by telling me they're sending goat. It's like goat and like it's their pet actually. It's like from the farm and they like, I don't know what they do with it. And yeah. Wow. That's that's a great story. it it, It was really, it was really, that was the time that I realized that there's a lot of, a lot of people really wanted to help. Maybe we were just an outlet, or mm. maybe uh, yeah, an outlet for them to ask their help. For sure. So as uh, as much as we can, yeah, we started out with doctors and yeah, the SPMC, but mm-hmm. we reached up to covering like armies, police of policemen. Um, yeah. City health officers, um, people at the airport, um, every everyone actually, the the patrol cars, and that Yeah, they're and they're always there. Seeing, seeing the numbers, yeah, seeing the numbers 
after like after uh, a, a very gruesome day it's quite uh, uplifting like really today we made like a thousand two hundred meals yeah it's like a thousand two hundred people happy at the same time oh. we were serving there were we were we had like, we, we had it like planned out there were some that were sent by lunchtime and there were some sent by dinner time but most of our food is really sent by dinner time because I know people are hungry during dinner. Mm. So, yeah, we cook the food at around. We start at around nine a.m. in the morning, and then we start. We uh, people start picking it up at the restaurants at four to five p.m. So, like police cars come in, army army trucks come in, and they pick up the food. And they they, they distribute it to different checkpoints because before it used to have like. A lot of checkpoints during ECQ, so yeah. we were feeding all the checkpoints, and it was overwhelming. Although, yeah, it had to come to an end because we we also had to look at the business, and we also had to look at the restaurant. Although that hundred days, we were we we didn't retrench. I saved everyone's job because of that nice. food drive. I mean, that's also my way of giving back to the team mm. because that time a lot of like restaurants. Uh, companies are closing, uh, offices are closing, everyone's retrenching and seeing that news makes me sad and I was really happy that I was uh, I was able to keep my team for that time. Although, yeah. moving forward now, we had to reduce some people because other other people, want, they wanted to go home to their provinces and we cannot stop them. So, we let them be and yeah. We still operate though. You said that you shifted to deliveries, online de- deliveries. Um, what were some? Yeah. So with these changes, um, did you adapt Food Panda and all these other Grab when you before COVID, or you just implemented it when COVID started? Actually, we just started deliveries during COVID because back then people won't actually order fat cow or asian cow food to go it's the experience in the restaurant it's like it's like i don't know how do you eat steak at home being i mean cook at the restaurant Mm -hmm. eat at the home doesn't make sense so we never considered it to be honest and when covid happened we i had to make a move to, in order for us to survive. So, yeah, we didn't venture into Food Panda because we wanted it to be our own. Okay. We wanted to provide jobs. So, all our food deliveries right now are being delivered by our own staff. So, how how it works is like you pay a delivery fee like 90 pesos. Mm-hmm. 45 pesos goes directly to the staff that delivered your food. So so in a way, like it's self-sustaining on the business business end. Also, it's added income to the yeah. people who work for me. And would you say than, yeah. these changes are going to stay for good after COVID? Or um, is this is this something you to stay? You know, it's it's a very it's a very unpredictable time right mm-hmm. now. I cannot I cannot, I cannot really say that this is going to stay or not going to stay. But for the time being, maybe it's the bread and butter for now. Although we have private rooms. Um, we have dine-in operations right now. It's like it, it, it shifted to like 80-20%. Back then, 80% was dine-in and 20% is takeout. Mm-hmm. That's the, the sales perspective. Right now, it's 80% deliveries and takeouts and 20% dine-in. 
so we had to we had to really move forward with the delivery and takeout services. So we made our own website. So you could actually order food on our website and pay with your credit card and have it delivered on the same day. So yeah. it's like shopping on Lazada, but it's food. Yeah, I mean, uh, like yeah, we've I've, we've seen your website and the the menus there too, because because we miss we we miss we miss your food, but also I've seen I've seen in your restaurant like you've shifted also <clears throat> to weddings and um, these intimate celebrations, and you, I'm not yeah. sure if you've done that before, but this is more a lot of your customers now for dining are those intimate events. Yeah, before we have private room bookings, but it was more of like. Corporate meetings and people uh, having parties. Right now, strangely, people are getting married fast. I don't know why. <laughs> and like, it's there's a there's a trend that people are getting married at this time. Maybe because I don't know for some reason. I don't know why. So we considered it before. We had the wedding receptions at Fat Cow and Asian Cow. We had birthdays, the booths. This time around, it's kind of like higher in demand so we shifted to to accommodating it more but due to the eo like the mass gathering of like 25 people only maximum it's kind of tough though it's kind of tough we're operating fully at full cost but we're we can only serve like 25 people at the same time yeah you're so also liable the, right as 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 the yeah. venue yeah that's why we always uh since the government uh requires you to get a special permit mm-hmm. for you to host an event like an, a debut or a party or maybe a wedding we always ask that from our guests to comply because yeah. we also we are also liable for it so in this time i would say it's really tough both on the restaurant end and also with the client because like when you're a family your family of maybe 10 you have your grandmother grandfather and you have two kids apparently those four can't go out mm-hmm. can't dine with you because of the, the restrictions of the age so it's tough it's tough yeah we we don't we don't mention your restaurant in front of our kid because he's going to get mad and frustrated if we go without him. <laughs> so we're just going to say we're going somewhere <laughs> meeting. And, you know, we can't say that because, you know, he he missed going out. But it's been seven months, like, I don't know, more than that, that yeah. the kids can't go out. But, you know, I, it is what it is. We understand um, the, the measures and stuff. So the, how about, um, Chef, the supply chain? Um, w- was that affected as well? Your uh, your inventory yeah. or your su- supplies? Yeah, supplies mainly because there was a time that flights were really cut. Mm-hmm. During GCQ and ECQ, like flights are very limited. So the rates of the cargos went up. So naturally everything goes up it's very ironic that everything's go everything goes up but the demand goes down less people dining but what we're buying as raw materials were higher so as a as a restaurateur it was it it, it is up to now a very tough time i wouldn't say that we are comfortable i would say that we're just maybe surviving trying to stay afloat and i think that is better than going down and i i think that's that's why also we wanted you on to get your perspective as a restaurant owner because we will have audience to listeners that are restaurant owners too and they're like should we still continue should we I mean, what, what's going on? How, how, what's your advice to the restaurant owners out there that, you know, they don't really know? I'm not sure if we have a support system right now for business owners because it is tough. 
<laughs> even even the BPO industry, although we are allowed to operate like restaurants, it is harder for small small time BPO like <clears throat> us to operate because the the measures and the EOs are more of like the bigger the bigger call centers and you know the bigger offices. So it's hard for us to rent a private or a hotel for our staff. Yeah, we yeah. don't we don't have that budget or or get a private vehicle for our for our staff. But um anyway, so what was your what's your advice or what what can you share to the restaurant owners out there or the the rest of the business owners out there that are struggling during yeah. these times? I, I would I would call everything I, I would say that this is just like unsolicited advice. I'm in no way saying that mm-hmm. this are all a key to success or I I mean yeah. I'm not in the I'm I'm not I'm not in the success route. But maybe if you're a business owner or maybe you're a restaurant owner, I always give advice to 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 people. Think of something unique. Think of something new. Think mm-hmm. of something that makes you stand stand out. And and if you love that, go ahead, play with it, and do something to make it work. You know. It was it was pretty hard for me also because, you know, my restaurant was designed to be a dine-in restaurant. Mm. As I mentioned, you don't go to Fatkao and order food to go. But yeah. right now, people are ordering food to go. So it was kind of like a very anxious move at first. Like, really, we're serving this food and they have to be delivered like 20, 30 minutes and what what if something happens along the way? Are, are we liable for it? But at this time, you have to just trust what you do. And, and if you think that what you do is good, then just do it. Mm. Right? Yeah. Uh, like in, in my community, the Chinese community, my friends, um, when we are talking to each other, like in Bisaya, we would say like, Kamusta? Uh, ah, okay lah. Importante <laughs> buhi. That's the that's the famous line right now. Importante yeah. buhi. It's important that you're alive and what? maybe physically and <laughs> physically and on the business business end. If you're yeah. operating right now, you're already lucky because like seven months passed. I don't know. I cannot count with my fingers. Kung ilang restaurants like closed, how many employees got retrenched how many companies got broke as much as we want everyone to survive apparently it can't happen so for like struggling business owners or struggling entrepreneurs laluna the ones that started up i know a lot of people who started restaurants and cafes and like milk tea shops or coffee yes. shops just before COVID. And right now they're really struggling. Uh, just really hold on if kaya pa. And if, if you have, if you could find something that you can mapagkitaan, even though it's way beyond your restaurant's theme or yeah. restaurant's style, just do it to make the to make the establishment survive. Just like us, we were never designed for delivery services. But right now, that's what is keeping us alive. Yeah. Oh, did you and did you change your so, menu or your, your all no. of your dishes? Oh, okay. No. So we did some R&Ds and came out with some dishes that we think that could go 
out of our doors and into the plates of the our consumers at home mm-hmm. and still taste delicious and up to quality but syempre it's different when you eat it there yeah it's different but maybe it's today uh, at, at this time the customers <laughs> i mean customers can't complain also because limited resources and you cannot even go out yeah You're especially now. now so yeah we we just do our best to make them feel contented even though it's like take out long mm-hmm. yeah we still do our best to to extend them the service that we usually do at the restaurants when they dine in because usually the the people who are uh ordering takeouts are the regular clients we had before so they know what they're getting although some share some comments like ah it's really different when we're eating there mm. but it's okay we understand and you miss I couldn't it. say anything. Yeah, I, I, even I always say that I also miss you guys here, but mm. we're not we're not in the right position to complain. Yeah, I think that I think the title of this episode should be hashtag #bastabuhi. <laughs> bastabuhi, yeah, bastabuhi. Yeah, yeah, because that's the reality. Physically, you have to be you have to stay alive. You have to be healthy, mm-hmm. and number and. Secondly, business-wise, you have to be alive. Yeah, because that's sure. that's 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 what what is maybe bringing food to your table, and also you have like staffs that have families to feed to. Mm-hmm. Like that's money always na mindset that I that I wake up to. Like I, we need to survive. Okay. I mean, I'm single. I don't have a family to feed, but I have people who are in, who works for me, and they yeah. have families to feed, and mm. they have families to go to, go home to. And I, I, I just wanted to share something, something new also that is very, I would say, courageous for my staff. Mm-hmm. There since ECQ. They never went home. Wow. Yeah. They never went home. They just go home to get some clothes, maybe meet the meet their kids or family for a day. But they sleep and stay at the restaurant. And for me, that's my way of keeping them healthy and also mm. lessening their expense also for transportation and food and everything. Yeah, because uh, I remember the time that call centers were uh, required to house their employees, I think. Yes, we did that. You need to, yeah, in a hotel or maybe uh, uh, for, somewhere. Yeah, for our staff, we had four of them sleep here. So we had to prepare beds. We have to make sure that they have a comfortable living space. We have to yeah. deliver their food supplies here every day to the office because they cannot go out. I I have 13 people sleeping at the restaurant right now since ECQ. Lesson ngayon eh, because some some of them gave up. That's the protocol right now. So that's what I always tell my clients, even though they're getting food to go, we can assure that it's safe. Mm-hmm. And we're doing our best to make it like up to par with health standards. 
Yeah. It's one of the reasons also that I chose to have my food delivered by my own staff because I know that they're just yeah. staying there. Nice. And yeah. and they I know where they're going. Like they just deliver food. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. When they deliver, they go home. After their sh- after they their shift, they go home. Apparently their home is the restaurant. Mm-hmm. That's so, nice. Yeah. It's, That's also my way of adding another level of safety, but also a tough, but a tough move for my staff. But I give all the credits to them for sustaining it until now. Mm-hmm. It's been like seven months, Amaba, seven months. Yeah, almost. Yeah. yeah. I mean, during these difficult times as business owners, we can really see the dedication and loyalty that our staff has uh, have like for us too. And we, we also see in other businesses who stayed through thick and thin with us, who's, who's still here. And I think they deserve an appreciation, a shout out, you know, a, a recognition yeah. for, for their time and dedication. It's not, it's hard to be away from your family, especially during these times. So yeah, I mean, props to your team for, for holding yeah. on and, and sleeping where they are. <clears throat> Yeah, and most of them have like families, pa. And nah. They have kids. Grabe. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I give them lots of praises too that um, for doing a great sacrifice for not only for them but for the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. For, to be safe, because Lalona right now that local transmission is really hot. Hmm. Yeah, that's one of the what that's one of my fears when I let them go home and commune. Yeah. Buti, buti ikaw, uh, chef, it, you're not you're not scared um with all these covid and stuff. Are you? To be frank, uh, to mm. to be frank, I since ECQ I never went home to my house. Mm. So this is not my house. <laughs> I'm just staying in a condo somewhere because wow. I'm living with my folks and my I mean, they're not seniors, but I have my grandmother mm. and my lolo, so I'm yeah. exposed also, and I don't want to bring yeah, anything there. home. So I decided na lang to uh, just stay here at the condo, although it's a tough job. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sacrifice, sacrifice. This year is maybe when this year ends. Yeah, I would say this is all about being resilient and mm-hmm. holding on. And puro sacrificio, sacrificio, dude. Yeah, this year, matmates, good. Um, everything. Like I, I'm, yeah. I, I don't come from a business background, so I. This is all learning from experience, and this is hard. Like it's hard, <clears throat> especially if they this say year. na, um, when they say work for your dreams, they weren't, they weren't kidding. This, it's, it's really hard. Listen, <laughs> guy, listen, it's, listen, it's. We were all the time to like do something that makes you happy, work for something that makes you happy. But sometimes it's so hard to make that line at uh, both ends meet. Yeah. Doing what you love and gaining or making the business work at the same time, it's hard. Right? Mm-hmm. Lalo na right now. So yeah, it's, I always say yeah. that stop romanticizing um, entrepreneurship because it's not that glamorous as it 
sounds. I mean, I'm sure, like, there's, um, you know, seeing the faces of your team and stuff like that, but, you know, the numbers and the the sales, you know, the the inventory, the stock, everything. So it's it's a yeah. whole different. Yeah, there's animal. a there's a there's a famous ano there's a there's a kalang ko baga cliche na ba terminal na ko madongga na morag as may mangka kay na kay negosyo akahayahay ba ni mo kay na kay negosyo guys you don't know what you're talking about yes bilijud hayahay nothing in this world na it comes easy de ba lalo na with things that you love true if it's, if, lang, it's, kay, if it's easy yeah. everyone will do it and if it's for me if it's easy you're not doing it right yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i always tell my people like if you're doing something or maybe like cooking something like very easy then you're not doing it right you yeah. may be doing something not right for it to be easy for you mm So, nice. dili jud dili kumbaga ingon nila dili lalim magnegosyo that's true that's true especially Although, now yeah especially now lalo na karon like SMEs or small business owners like they're really hit big pinakadako man jud na ego or SMEs the yeah. small medium enterprises kasi yeah. unlike big companies they can play with their numbers they could they could like close some establishment open some few but with small business na isa lang ka branch or maybe two that's hard yeah like ako, i have two restaurants <clears throat> but i'm only operating one right now yeah. which is fatka in asian i only open it when there's a private room booking or maybe there's an event mm-hmm. so i make Asian cow food available at Fat Cow for takeouts and Fat Cow food available for for takeout and dining at Fat Cow. Yeah. So listen, listen. We yeah. we had to adjust the can kayo adjustments. It's like when we gather for a team meeting, it's always like, okay guys, here's the plan, but maybe tomorrow this plan would be changed. <laughs> like it's always moving. Eh. Yeah. Lalo na with the different, with like the EOs, diba? Yeah. Bigla, ganito, and ganito na naman. So, as a business owner, you move forward with this. You've done this. Then, tagaan na po kaglahi. So, murag, like, Ah, and we're only given again. a number of, ta- a number of days to even get, get everything sorted. Yeah. Although, I cannot blame them also, no? Okay. They're also having a tough time. For sure. <laughs> for balancing life and business for everyone to stay afloat and also everyone to stay alive, no? So ako, I, I, I tell my I tell my family, I tell my friends, I tell my staff, Murag, dili na lang ta magreklamo. Dili na ta magreklamo. Magtrabaho na lang ta. Basta buhi. And try to stay. <laughs> basta buhi. Oh, basta buhi. Inga yeah. na dito. Uh, the kind of, like just a couple of weeks I had numerous calls due to COVID and that's sad diba mm. so reklamo, or who am I to complain about my business na it's not what it is na pareho dati but on the other side of the coin people are dying diba Murag, wala yeah. di ba right mag-complain? So, 
every day I wake up and ang ang goal nandoon is to survive, to survive and survive. Kalang keep yourself healthy, keep your keep the people around you healthy, and also keep the business alive as much as you can, diba? Yeah, th- this is a, this is a testament of how you are as a leader to chef in your business, like how you can move and be agile and be flexible with whatever it is you're presented to. So it's it's like kudos to you, no? I mean, tap on your back, like for for just being being able to shift whatever is in front of you. Like I say, yeah, bring it on. Let's let's do it. Or if you bring a goat, bring it on. I'll cook a goat meal for you, you know, or chicken yeah, or stuff actually, like that. <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, it's kapoy, you know, kapoy. Like, imagine doing something, then you cannot do it anymore. Yeah. Then you thought of something, then again, you cannot do it anymore. So it's really draining. <laughs> and But you have to. You have to. That's the number one rule. If you love what you're doing, you have to move forward and move forward. If there's a roadblock, stop ka and just... Hands up and just lie down. No. Yeah. Diba? Uh, I would. I, I would be. I would. I would be honest. I'm. I'm not. Uh, like. I'm not soft with my staff. Some. Some. Maybe. Kait lalaki o babae ni hilak na sa Of what an ass I could be, just to teach them a lesson of being hardworking and doing the right thing, but. Kana bang sense of ano ba kalang perseverance ba importante kaya na siya karon sa panahon yeah. perseverance and resiliency kalang importante jud I, I see a lot of people getting depressed I see a lot of people getting emotionally damaged because of the situation I get them I, I have my I I also have my own fair share of like mental challenges because of this COVID thing but my advice is you have to keep for keep moving forward lang diba? and be thankful kay karong adlawa nabuhi ka yeah. you're still operating your business you can still feed people you can still pasweldo sa imong tao yes very important sales basta you're not bleeding out so, so chef, curious, yeah. curious me. So, if you're not cooking, if you're not in the kitchen, what are you doing right now? Yeah. So, like, what are other things that you're passionate into? I mean, I, we mentioned before the before the interview, like you're biking, right? So, is that's that's your outlet? Yeah. Actually, that's because of COVID. Usually, I go to the gym like four times a week, five times a week. Then COVID happened, and I don't imagine myself going to the gym right now. I mean. <laughs> I know it's safe, but I, I mean, they yeah. say it's safe, but for me, like, pasra sa. De compianza. Lili compianza ba. So, when ECQ happened, I was like, I need to work out. I cannot just go home, sleep, work, eat, sleep, work. That doesn't work out for me. Murag mabuang ako utok. Okay, pressure in the restaurant business is really high. So, Kailangan dun ako mag-let loose from time to time. So, in a way na mag-exercise or mag-jogging. So, it started out with like, ah, sige, mag-jogging lang ko around the compound. Then, it uh, I tried biking. Then, marag nalingaw man ko. So, <laughs> muna halos like thrice or thrice four times a week mag-bike ko at night. Maka-ano po siya, makatabang po siya. So, piece of advice to everyone that is struggling also, find an outlet where you could 
release yourself. Maybe some people like I, I see a lot of people on my timeline that they do yoga and they do mm. like home exercises. It's it's really a big help. Yeah, baking, I mean, buying plants. Yeah, baking. Yeah, yeah, buying plants. Buying plants. That's a trend. Yeah. Buying plants and um, pots. That's a trend. <laughs> and yes. yeah, baking and selling a lot of baked goods at home. And shockingly, the can be oglami. The can oglami. Yes. Like ECQ and GCQ made me realize that there are lots of cooks at home that really cooks good food. So jang they were just stuck with their day day job ata before. Yeah. Wala sila kaluto. But you know, I, I I order online regularly po like lahi lahi. Like like from local ano ha local local home bakers or home cooks. And lami. Yeah. Shocking me lami. One I, I mean I don't eat my own food mangwood. Really? If you ask me, yeah. I don't. I don't eat my own food. It's it's for me something na kalambidli na kaayo. For sure. If if you were to ask me what's my favorite food, I would say maybe lechon uh, kawali or pinakbet. I I would I was thinking like you would go for like steaks or like no. any Japanese cuisine. No 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 no. When I go on vacation, bano. Like when I go to like. Bangkok or Taiwan. The last thing I would do is to dine at the restaurant that namurabag ka ng mga Michelin star restaurants or mga yeah. very fancy restaurants. Out of the maybe 10 places I go to when I go to vacation, one or two lang diha ang kalang makalingkod ko. The rest mm. are all standing up. Because I don't like, like don't serve me that. Thing. I know you there. I know. Lang, it's, it's your world. It, it, it's my world. I want like something that is really from the heart. Kana bang lutong bahay. Back yeah. then, when when pre-COVID, no. After my dinner ends at ten o'clock, ten thirty, I would go to Bangkerohan Public Market and eat like bulalo and lechon kawali. That's why, like. When I have a when I have a really tough week, I would go there and feel like I'm the happiest man alive. Nice. Like I conquered the world. Namurag nakakaon ko og bulalo og kawali. And <laughs> like when I post stories about it, some people would react like, "Really? Like, come on, you know, as chefs, pangutan ang mga kusinero, dili na sila ganan mukaon og fancy things." If I yeah. were to eat something fancy, maybe nagascout ko. Mm. I'm scouting for ideas. That's yeah. why I go to like Michelin star restaurants because I want to get the ideas, I want to get the techniques, I want to get the service. But bottom line, bang pound for pound food, mm. I would still go back to my like um or Maybe our whole cook's kitchen. Anytime. Yes. Uh, yeah, we... I mean, I know that's shocking for everyone that's listening, maybe, that Chef Patrico doesn't want fancy food. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it is surprising. You know, uh, 
yeah, because kapoy na I've I've cook uh, it's been a day that na sikugluto og pagkaon na high end or maybe something that's very fancy. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I want something like simple. Maybe like buy me sometimes I would ask my staff to buy me bread if there's a panadero or whatever bake shop available next door. Then I would cook eggs. Yuna. Like you know, that's my dinner and ketchup and I'm happy. Shocking, yeah. no? But that's that's the life yeah. of a chef. Like you don't have to complain. <laughs> you you make something out of what <laughs> before these food panda, food panda, grab food game. Before the favorite yeah. I mean, my favorite my favorite local Davo food is like Cecil's and Dencha's. Mm. Like I grew up eating those Palabok. Yeah. They're palabok. Like sandwiches, palabok, tokwa. Mm. Yeah. So, wala mong guna dati sa mga food panda or delivery. So, it's so frustrating kay they they they, they open when I I'm when I'm operating. So, since I'm hands-on, I cannot go there and dine. <laughs> so, at the end of the day, when I close, they close. So, what po ko yung I would go to like anywhere fast food the last option at night fast food but as much as possible maybe masin ka lang mga market eats lang or ka lang mga palengke na eats I would karenderia yeah karenderia I would go to karenderia wow it's ano ba kumbaga dili man sa kalang I just don't want to be plastic. Yeah, it's, I it's like the food. So lamig man food. Lamig. It's it's good. It's it's straight from the heart. So why not, de ba? Yeah. Ora na. Coming out, mga karinderia and and stuff like that. So yeah, apparently right now we cannot have it. So yeah, it's hard. It's getting harder and harder. But chef, yeah, actually. Um, I know you have a very long day. You know, I won't take so much of your time. So I think the last part is where can they buy food? I know it's fatcow.com. Is that correct? Or where can they buy your food? Fat cow, the yeah. fatcowgroup.com, yeah. Okay. You can order your our food at the fatcowgroup.com. Mm-hmm. So you could deliver it. You could pick it up at the restaurant. We also have multiple payment um, methods available. Can have it um, cash and delivery, credit card, or maybe bank transfer. We make we made it very accessible for everyone, but no. But also, if you're if you trust us enough, we can come by. We accept dine-ins every day from eleven o'clock to seven p.m. straight. No, no noon time or afternoon breaks. Yeah. And like the, the delivery is that same time, eleven to seven, also. Yeah, yeah, eleven to seven. You could have your food delivered. So usually, anorana, when you order the food, after like the maximum one hour, maybe thirty minutes, thirty to forty minutes, it arrives at your home. And we deliver throughout Davao City. Masinun sa pakalayo. Wow, and it's Monday to so, Friday? Sunday. No, Monday to Sunday. We're wow. open every day. Yeah, open every day. We deliver food every day and we have dine-in services every day. 
So I hope to see you guys here. If you, of course, I would give you the assurance that we're safe, we're mm. COVID-free, and we ensure that our restaurants are well sanitized all the time, diba? Nice. But if you're hesitant, um, I respect it because of the current situation. So you could just order food through our website or maybe send us a DM on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Nice. So again, it's uh, no, www.thefatcowgroup.com. We'll include the links on the show notes and we are going to share um, that link. Again, Chef Patrick, thank you so much for your time. I had fun. Oh, I had I learned a lot you. of things about you that I wouldn't know because <laughs> we've done our research. And I'm like, yeah. like, I'm like, I'm very curious. What's up again, Chef Patrick? Like, what is his background? Influences. So now I know a lot. We know we will know a lot more about you. So thank you so much for being transparent and for yeah, for being you, vulnerable also. <laughs> Yeah, I always try to make it ano ba, make it real ba. Basta ka ng mga storyang storyang kinabuhi o mga negosyo ba no. Dapat mm. tinuod. Always dapat tinuod. Dili ka lang sobra ka sobra ka sugar coated dami yeah. ra kay paminawon pero dili tinuod ba, di ba? <laughs> pero bottom line jud karon, eh nagpait nagpait jud tanan. But mm. sige lang, magtabangay ra and I know this will just pass o Alright guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I will look forward to seeing you on the, on the next episode. Um, so yeah, so keep safe, keep dry. And yeah, thanks so much Chef Patrick for being on the thank show. Thank you, thank you. Thank you also for the people who are listening. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Disrupt Devil Podcast. If you loved what you heard, the biggest compliment you can give is to share this podcast and the businesses we feature with a friend. And if you really love what you heard, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. Rate and review. We are on iTunes. We are on Spotify. That really helps us get the best guests improve the podcast so we're serving you a podcast that you want to hear so that's it for today have a great day stay safe and i'll see you around